Rob Shank here. Welcome to another edition of Shank Talks Bonhoeffer. And that's just what we do on this broadcast. We talk about this amazing figure from relatively recent history. You know him well, likely, or you wouldn't be uh, listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll do more than listen. I hope you'll participate. And you likely are interested in our subject. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the World War II era Lutheran pastor, moral philosopher, ethicist, theologian, an amazing, brilliant mind and deeply spiritual man who helped guide uh, individuals through one of the worst periods of human history. You talk about a guy being tested in his faith, in his ideas, in his commitments, and of course, you likely know the end of the story. It cost him his life. So he held back on nothing and gave the ultimate sacrifice for his principles. Now, I add to his list of achievements that of the status of martyr. I know not everyone does, and there are plenty who will argue that he wasn't a martyr, that in fact, he died as a prisoner of conscience or a political dissident or as a, a resistance fighter. But if you look deeply at the decisions he made along the path to joining the notorious conspiracy to assassinate the dictator, Adolf Hitler, you have to read between the lines of ethics, his magnum opus, to discover it. But it's quite clear to me that his decision to join that conspiracy was not only made along a deeply religious path, but also uh, uh, involved theological conclusions. And the whole of his life was given to his understanding of Christian discipleship, that is, following obediently after Christ, of uh, preaching, proclaiming the gospel of Christ, and living out the commandments of God. And if that's true, and he made those decisions entirely within that context, which I believe he did, and I think the, the literature approves it, uh, and the testimony of those who knew him at the time, uh, I think that clearly classifies him as a martyr. So I'm going to add that to the list uh, describing Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And what Bonhoeffer did was left us a legacy of moral philosophy uh, and theology and Christian ethics, distinctly Christian ethics, based on uh, the record of the New Testament and Bonhoeffer's understanding of Christ and his commands to us as Christians, all of that, uh, you, you have to uh, really, really appreciate how he guided so many through one of the worst, most catastrophic periods of human history. 
So here's a guy who left us a body of work that is tested in the cauldron of human suffering, crisis, and conflict. And I think as we test uh, his principles, his methods, uh, his ideas, his insights, we will find them very, very helpful to us who are living in far less extreme times. And yet, there are similarities. And if you have a concern over the similarities between what we are experiencing here, particularly in the United States, with regard to religion and the exploitation of Christian religion, in particular by political powers and political actors, uh, if you're concerned, as I am, about the politicization of religion, if you're watching, for example, let's go right to it, the unabashed, unequivocal support for Donald Trump by American evangelicals, if that concerns you, one way or the other, uh, you know, whether you are pro or con or something in between, or you're just confused by it, those are questions I believe that Bonhoeffer and his contemporaries answered and, and gives us some guidance into finding contemporary answers for this problem that we're looking at. And uh, it's not just Protestant evangelicals, but that's pretty close to Bonhoeffer's experience because it was the Evangelische Kirche, the Evangelical Church of Germany, that supported the Nazis through what was called the Deutsche Christen, the, the German Christian movement, uh, and ultimately gave their blessing, their literal religious imprimatur endorsement to Adolf Hitler in particular. Uh, and I know there's a lot of hesitancy to compare what we're experiencing today to Nazi Germany and the disaster there. Uh, certainly, uh, there are those who warn against making any comparisons between Donald Trump and Adolf Hitler. I'm not one to listen to that warning or to heed it. And I'll tell you why. Not because I believe that Donald Trump is somehow committing the same atrocities, the same gargantuan crimes against humanity that Adolf Hitler perpetrated. I'm not even suggesting that there's any capacity for him to do that in our system of government, although uh, there are some who would have said the same about Germany in, during the rise of Adolf Hitler and Nazism. But uh, I'm going to stick to my opinion, which is that we have certain safeguards that preclude that kind of thing. And I'm not even suggesting that Donald Trump has, uh, uh, you know, any penchant or proclivity uh, to do such a thing. What I am saying is... Uh, on the opposite side, that is that the error, I believe, that's being committed here is one similar to the error made by the church in Germany uh, at the rise of Nazism and Adolf Hitler. In other words, 
I'm not looking at Donald Trump in this equation. I'm looking at American evangelicals and other co-religionists, for example, arch-conservative Catholics and others who are willing to exchange their devotion to one transcendent, heavenly, and eternal Savior and Lord and trade that devotion for a temporal, earthy, earthly, and very earthy uh, human political Savior and Lord, that is Donald Trump and or a political party. And that's what I think we are watching uh, dramatically unfold in front of us. And it's the same error that was made by the church in Germany. I believe it is a heretical error. It is possibly a form of apostasy to trade out uh, our, I mean, just fundamentally our principles for a political personality. Uh, to trade our devotion to one Lord and split it between two Lords, one in heaven, one on earth. Uh, all of that is what occurred in Germany. And so this podcast is going to be more of an invitation to you. It, it, it's sort of an announcement and an invitation for you to join me in an ongoing conversation, it will take several episodes of these podcasts to even scratch the surface of this subject. And that is the destructive politicization of American religion and particularly conservative Christianity uh, as it's expressed mostly through evangelicals. We're going to explore the implications of that, the ramifications of that, the consequences. And we're going to do that by calling on a number of experts in this field, uh, not least among them uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer himself through his writings. And he's left us quite a body of material to consult on this question, but also some contemporaries of his, for example, Karl Barth. And I have a in front of me, a stack of resources here that we will go to periodically throughout this conversation. And one will be quite an old book, one I'm sure has been out of print for a long time. In fact, the copy I have is dated to 1939. This is the eminent German theologian Karl Barth on the question of the church and the political problem of our day which is an examination of what was happening in the church in Germany from the 1920s to the 1940s and how it sold out to uh, the Nazi party and to Adolf Hitler. And then uh, to support that, there's a, quite a thick volume. Again, not sure if it's currently in print. I bought mine used. It's entitled A Church Undone. Documents from the German Christian Faith Movement, 1932 to 1940. Uh, they're selected, translated, and introduced by Mary Solberg, published by Fortress Press. And these are original documents, the wording, the text of original documents surrounding that phenomenon. 
uh, of the utter and complete politicization of uh, Protestant uh, Christianity in Germany. And uh, to look deeply at how that occurred, uh, I have another volume by Robert Erickson uh, called Theologians Under Hitler. I interviewed Dr. Erickson when doing my uh, doctoral research for my dissertation on the politicization of American evangelicalism. And uh, wow, is he ever a walking encyclopedia on this subject. But this volume, Theologians Under Hitler, published by, I think, Yale, let's see, yeah, Yale University, um, is going to be of great help. And I hope you're making a record of these. So far, the titles are The Church and the Political Problem of Our Day by Bart, B-A-R-T-H, uh, A Church Undone, Documents from the German Christian Faith Movement by uh, Solberg, and Theologians Under Hitler by Robert Erickson. Uh, I'm probably going to reach for another hardcover that's been out of print for some time called The German Church Struggle and the Holocaust, edited by Franklin Littell and Hubert Locke, L-O-C-K-E. Uh, this was published by Wayne. I've never even heard of that publishing company, and it's quite old. So if you're going to look for it, you probably have to find it again uh, uh, with a used book dealer. And finally, For the Soul of the People, Protestant Protest Against Hitler by Victoria Barnett. I recently talked with Dr. Barnett on this podcast. Maybe you've listened to that already. Uh, and we'll go to her volume, published by Oxford. So I'm going to encourage you to get a hold of these, and you can do it through smile.amazon.com. Pick the Dietrich Bonhoeffer Institute as your designated charity, and when you do, every time you purchase a book, and for every book you purchase, you will be helping our institute to preserve the legacy of Dietrich Bonhoeffer and to apply it to the exigencies of our own times. So I ask you to join us in that mission and uh, pick up these volumes through smile.amazon.com, picking the Dietrich Bonhoeffer Institute as your charity, For the Soul of the People by Barnett, The German Church Struggle and the Holocaust by Littell and Locke, Theologians Under Hitler by Erickson, and uh, A Church Undone by Solberg, finally, the Church and the Political Problem of Our Day by Bart. Now, uh, if you prefer video to text, uh, boy, I have two great recommendations, and I do hope to talk to the guy behind these two documentaries. And they're available on DVD. I think they're available now uh, to download off a couple of different platforms, but uh, one is Theologians Under Hitler, uh, built on Erickson's book of the same title. But these are films made by Stephen Martin, not the comedian, but the documentarian, also an ordained United Methodist minister, and just a wonderful friend. In fact, he happens to be the secretary to the board of the Dietrich Bonhoeffer Institute. So he's a, a close friend, and I'll be talking with Steve uh, in this series about this problem, but you'll really benefit from watching his documentary, Theologians Under Hitler. You want a primer 
on what went wrong spiritually, what went wrong doctrinally, uh, what went wrong culturally with Christians in Germany, uh, boy, you'll get a really good look at it uh, in a relatively easy way. In Theologians Under Hitler, which Steve subtitled, Could It Happen Again? I don't think we can foreclose the answer to that question. And then a companion documentary that Steve did called Elizabeth of Berlin, uh, subtitled, When the World is on Fire, Do You Follow Your Friends, Your Führer, or Your God? Profound questions. We'll be asking the same uh, in, in our conversation over the next several episodes of this podcast. So all I'm hoping to do now is tease you, uh, give you an incentive to join the conversation. If you think I'm nuts, I'm all wrong about what's happening to American Christians, what, uh, you know, the implications of support for Donald Trump and the Trump administration, uh, the sellout to Republican politics and the Republican Party. If you think I'm totally wrong on that, please weigh in. But if you are passionate and share the same concerns about it that I do, then you are especially invited to join me in this discussion. And I'll invite you to actually send me some email comments, post some things on related uh, social media platforms. We'll do all of that together. This is going to be a discussion, a conversation, a joint exercise, if you will, so that in the end, we can come to some conclusions on how to take what we learn from that era in Germany's history and apply it here to our own. How can we do that for the best possible outcome? And let me tell you, I am not by nature a pessimist, and I don't think, as a Christian, the right worldview is a pessimistic worldview. I think it should be an optimistic worldview, if indeed we believe, as we evangelicals often say, that God is still on the throne, that he, in fact, orchestrates sovereignly all the affairs of humanity and the world and the universe, that uh, God created, well, then we ought to have generally an optimistic worldview. And that is mine. And it was Bonhoeffer's to the moment of his death. And I can tell you that directly, or at least one person removed, because I spoke to the last living person to speak to Bonhoeffer before his execution. And that was Franz von Hammerstein, who related to me the conversation he had with uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, only hours before he was murdered by the Nazis, and he was optimistic about the rebuilding of Christianity and the Christian witness to the gospel in Germany. And I think we should have the same, but we also must face reality. You know that for Dietrich Bonhoeffer, reality, concrete reality, was very, very important. It was an important principle in his theology, in his philosophy, uh, in his understanding of the world and our responsibilities in the world, uh, all had to do with reality. So we're going to face reality, things the way they really are, and ask ourselves the question, how can we take what Bonhoeffer lived and his contemporaries, what they struggled with, and uh, what succeeded, what failed, and how can we learn from that and apply it 
to our own time. So consider yourself invited. I'll be looking for you here in uh, over the next several podcasts as we deal with the problem of politicized religion in our times. And if you can go one step further with me and invite some friends, uh, family members, uh, colleagues, fellow church members, church leadership, the networks that you enjoy, whether it's a Sunday school class or a home Bible study group or other kind of home fellowship group, if you do that in your community, or you just know people who talk about these things, care about these things, pray about these things, uh, and, and are, con are deeply concerned, please invite them to join with you as you join with me in this discussion. This is something we need the whole community, as wide a universe of people as possible, to tackle this very complicated, very thorny, very difficult subject. And everybody weighing in, and there will be a way for you to do that. So I'll explain that in our next podcast. But for now, I'm putting the question on the table. I have raised my hand and spoken in the room. Now I hope you'll weigh in with your perspectives on it. And until we do that, I always pray for the very best and wish you the very best in your life. I'll see you on the next podcast dealing with the question of the politicization of American religion. This is Rob Shank, and this has been Shank Talks Bugahoffer. <laughs>